wait. We don't want to wait. We are talking about Sweet Vicious. That's right. And I'm Robin. And I'm Stephanie. And I didn't know about this show. <laughs> As a listener, yes. um, what would you consider each of us? Is Steph sweet and I'm vicious or the other way around? <laughs> uh, let us know. I think we're both sweet. Oh, okay. Neither of us are vicious. I don't, well, I don't think that either one of these girls are vicious. Yo, my puns are vicious. Uh, yeah, I know. I wonder. I actually never found uh, like a, a reason why the episode, uh, the show was called that. It says uh, it was originally called Little Darlings, so that would have been an interesting name for it. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh, Sweet Vicious works better as far as it sounds more like Little Darlings. That sounds ugh. Nobody would watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, Steph, is, this, is a, this is a show I am introducing you to, so I want to um, ask you, um, what is this show about? <laughs> this show, like Val, Val had, uh, mess- had, uh, had commented when I said that I was watching this on Facebook, she said, it really didn't catch on because of the timing. Right. Like, if it was on now, it would be... It would be he, this is more of the zeitgeist now with the me too and everything. I mean, it was getting started a couple of years ago, but now it like it's really the time for this, mm-hmm. especially with the with Betsy DeVos and her changing the title nine title nine rules where uh, the the accuser can be cross examined mm-hmm. in rape cases. Um, so anyway, what the show is about, we're on this college campus, and there is a girl, it's her senior year, the year before she was raped. So over the summer, she took self-defense classes, took, uh, you know, could really handle herself against, um, you know, hand, hand-to-hand combat. Oh, yeah. And she came back, and she has decided that she is going to get back at every guy who hurts a girl mm-hmm. and even though like I've never experienced anything like that I mean the the empathy that you have when you're watching these I mean like oh I mean oh yeah I know uh, we're I, I, I felt it was kind of a uh, I don't know. It's not funny. Obviously, it's strange that we're <clears throat> we're watching this show, and then uh, our next show is going to be Veronica Mars, which kind of deals with the same kind of material, not in such a heightened manner. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, but there is there is a there is a kind of a, a same kind of topic we'll be talking about, and that's uh, yep. the main character getting sexually assaulted and uh, how she deals with that. <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. Um, so what do you, how, how, okay. So you talked about Jules. What about uh, Ophelia? What about Ophelia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was like, at first she's just kind of a hanger on. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, Oh, this is interesting. I want to get involved in this, but they become such good friends that she really cares about what Jules is going through. And uh, that is Brian Cranston's daughter. Yep. <laughs> Taylor Dearden. Brian Cranston's daughter. Yep. Yeah, because I was looking at her IMDb. I was like, why was she a young girl in Breaking Bad? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's really good. 
It's very, she's hilarious. Yeah. This show is funny. It's a comedy. Okay, it's a comedy. But about, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but but it's not. It's like a comedy, oh is, like Buffy is not, is a comedy, or Veronica Mars is a comedy. It's it's got some uh, it's got some um, comedy, but it's also got some good drama as well. And mm-hmm. some Harris is bikes. funny. Yep, Harris. Harris is the guy that works at the Vinyl Ten Record Store that Ophelia works for. Mm-hmm. Her friend who's yeah. going to law school. Oh, we Ophelia's mentioned, uh, a, a weed dealer. Weed dealer, yeah. And she's estranged from her family. Her family must have money, but she has green hair. She's living the slacker life. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's no a hacker. She makes she has a four but she doesn't study. She gets the test online, and she doesn't go to class. Yeah, but she gets a test. She says she doesn't get the test. She doesn't get the answer. She an- she does the answer. She just prepares herself. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, let me give you some. I don't uh, know. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Talk, tell me some some facts. I have to also mention that um, <clears throat> Jules is played by Eliza Bennett, who's I, I think is really good as well. Um, I mm, think she's really English. Great. Yeah. Oh, she is. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, okay, so this debuted on MTV November fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. November. November fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. Holy weeks shit! After, yeah. <laughs> Grab them by the <clears throat> pussy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Created by Jennifer Caton Robinson, who originally wrote the pilot in two thousand fourteen, and she says it's only become more relevant as we went along. It's a double-edged sword. The more relevant it becomes, the more devastating it is because you can see how deep this epidemic goes, and it, it's also shedding light on it. She says. Uh, this country has such a protect our boys mentality, and it's happening with Trump. If your oh, man is accused of Oh, something- my God. Stop. Stop. Oh, my God. Stop. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we have become – Republicans are so afraid that their son is going to be – their life is going to be ruined when some girl accuses him of rape. Mm-hmm. Who cares about their daughters? That's right. I mean, that's what we have become. It's become separated like that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I just thought it was just so, like, great. You know, it's, you know, obviously this stuff was happening two years ago, you know. (laughs) But uh, it's just, uh, God, this whole world has gone to shit. Anyway, um, she (laughs) says, uh, if your man is accused of something he 100% did not do, yes, stand by your man. But when your man is Donald Trump and he's on tape saying, grab them by the pussy, I want to be as far away from that man and also put on a chastity belt. Um, So it was picked up. Uh, by MTV and uh, Amanda Lasher, who executive produced Gossip Girl and uh, helped with Riverdale as well, um, became the showrunner. So she kind of show ran it uh, with the kind of younger, more inexperienced Jennifer Caton Robinson um, kind of co-show running uh, mm-hmm. and leading the writers room. Um, inspiration, uh, Jennifer says, uh, I just wanted to see female characters who are broken in ways that I relate to and I've never seen it on TV. But they aren't defined by that, and they are still superheroes. I also really wanted to see a story about female friendship. They're an odd couple, and they bicker, but they love each other. All the women on the show love each other. There are really good guys in the show, and they feel they are wonderful. The biggest, most wonderful thing to me about this show was that it feels inclusive. The element of kick-ass female-driven shows are so important to me. Yes. Um, also, in this interview, she is asked about the violence on the show. You know, she's... <laughs> Jules goes out, goes right ahead, and like attacks this guy in his room, in, her, in his room, in like the first episode, 
Mm-hmm. But and also, like, Oph- Ophelia like stabs a guy in the leg, like throws a knife and stabs a guy in the leg. I yeah, was, but that was shocking to me. Jules, that, that Jules they, did the stab the guy in the leg in the first episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she yeah. shoved the knife right in his leg. Um, so yeah, she says there's a heightened element to it. 100. percent It's wish fulfillment. It's that Gotham Batman world we live in at Darlington University on the show. Dear God, please don't stab anyone in the leg because you watch the show. But <laughs> I think a lot of it is, if it were men, would you get the same question? Because there are a lot of superhero shows. I mean, Daredevil beats the shit out of people that are doing bad stuff. It's not disparaging, your question, but I don't know that it would be an issue. But because it's a young, beautiful girl, stabbing a guy becomes controversial. So, you know, they don't just go after dudes. We do have an episode where there's a sorority that's hazing the shit out of their pledges and it's assault and they take them down. This isn't the man-hater show. There are so many wonderful guys in the show. But I do think it has to live in a place where it's heightened and it's wish fulfillment. It's suspended reality. Because, no, in the real world, I don't think two wrongs make a right. I don't think this is the way to get anything done. But I also think, Mm -hmm. God, it's fun to watch. (laughs) I mean, yes, it is. But it's scary because it's like, oh, you've went so far as to to stab somebody. You may get, you know, Ophelia and Jules may get arrested. Right. You know, that's what, that's the only thing that's disturbing to me. Not that it's, you know, anti-men or whatever. Because there are some, some... I started to get the scumbags confused. There's, <laughs> there's there's some scumbags, you know the principal's uh, the principal the uh, the dean's son mm-hmm. and his friends that roofie girls and then pick them up in their lift. Yeah, uh, that uh, the boyfriend of the best friend. Yep. Um, well, it's yeah. Uh, you know, especially when Harris when in these we, we watched obviously five episodes. Um, not obvious. I'm not sure if it's obvious. Anybody's listening. It's in the title. Um, and uh, towards the end of those five episodes, Harris um, starts catching on to what's going on and starts interviewing um, some of these scumbags. And I was just like, who is this guy again? Was this guy? What was this guy's deal? What happened to this guy? And you know, even though even if I, even though I was binge watching it, I still was kind of confused. I was like, who is mm-hmm. this brown haired, douchey looking guy? That what did he do again? So yeah, that 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 is a little bit of a knock against the show that the characters aren't so memorable. Th- those characters, at least, like I definitely could see. I, I could, I could distinguish Nate. I always when Nate Nate, who is uh, Kennedy's boyfriend, um, okay, and you know the original perpetrator of Jules, you know, mm-hmm. um, I could tell him, um, and uh, you know, and Jules' uh, love interest uh, Tyler. Uh, stood out because um, he just had a look to him that. Yeah, and he does this whole "gee golly, I'm so you know that that thing he does." He looks like a young Dominic West to me. Yeah, from the, the wire. face shape. <laughs> and uh, it, no, even the way he talks, you know. Um, yeah, but like. <laughs> I, it's, it's obviously because I'm old, but like all the hair standing, sticking all over the place. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he, like he was one time he was wearing a sweater that just had bleach spots on it. And he was meet, meeting Jules for like a, a, like kind of like a impromptu date. I was like, what, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> like, is that cool? Is that oh, okay? Anyway. Um, but yeah, those male characters stood out to me. I mean, Harris, obviously, but you know, he's pretty well established from the beginning. I love. His uh, his introduction is 
he's in Ophelia's he goes into Ophelia's room and just kind of makes himself comfortable as like she's kicking the latest guy out of her room and is like half dressed but it's like he knows her so well it's like whatever mm-hmm. I, I do like his and Ophelia's relationship uh each of the uh episodes is named after an album I believe I started like trying to think of them and I got the I got them all before um the podcast today uh so the first episode is The Blueprint, which is Jay-Z. Okay. Uh, second episode is The Writings on the Wall, and that's mm-hmm. Des- Destiny's Child. Okay. Um, Sucker is uh, by Charlie XCX. I don't know who that is. Tragic Kingdom, uh, of course, is No Doubt. Mm-hmm. And All Eyes on Me is Tupac. Tupac. Yep. Uh-huh. So. What's well, Fearless? Oh, wait. Did we, we just watched five? Yeah, we watched five. You didn't watch six, did you? Did I? Let's see. Ophelia. I, now, I think I did. Now on the run <laughs> because she got caught on camera. Yeah. You watched that too? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to wait to watch that, to talk about that one. I'll watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let me just, I, mean, I don't know if you have any sort of like notes or anything like that. You want to. No notes. At all or. I don't. No, no. I, I didn't prepare but, but, like our five points because it's Thanksgiving weekend and it's craziness, and I don't know why I decided to podcast yeah. this week, but I'm doing mm-hmm. it. Yes, it's very stressful. Well, I'll just say that the first episode, yeah, it's the it's the female friendship. It's the unlikely female friendship <laughs> that got me. When I, I saw like, you post about the defying gravity scene, like that's the first time gra- I- my heart, my heart is so full. <laughs> that made me when they were sing- both singing defying gravity. I said they're going to be such good friends. I love this. I just love it the whole setup. So it's just like they're you know it's the, it's the stupid shuffle, you know, and like and all of a sudden it stops in defying gravity, and Ophelia's like kind of like oh, I kind of like the song kind of like gives Jules a side eye who's also kind of like oh I love the song you know and then they both start singing quietly to themselves and then all of a sudden they just start belting it out and it's like it's so crazy because they're transporting a body together and who knows what's going to happen from here on out and they just like are getting to know each other yeah and they shouldn't be friends right. one is in a sorority and one is you know antisocial uh, not a joiner at all. Yeah, <laughs> you know? slacker, not looking for any sort of commitments to any any males at all. You know, uh, nothing. Um, but uh, yeah, I I always called this series kind of like a like a Veronica Mars meets Buffy kind of thing. Like if Veronica Mars um, had like you know kick ass Slayer skills, you know. Because you know Jules is just this little blonde, and you know she's she is a blonde in an alley in this in the beginning here, but she's the one <laughs> doing the beat down, like she's the one chasing. Mm-hmm. So in these episodes, was there anything that you didn't like? Oh, gosh. like the like the sorority hazing. Um, anything? I, I'm not sure um, if there's something. I mean, I definitely didn't like Tyler's look. Uh. <laughs> I, I didn't like Tyler's whole uh, art show. <laughs> How he how he broke down? Yeah, how he. I just, I just don't like Tyler. I just uh, don't like him. I think in the beginning I was put off because they were trying to shoehorn this, uh, or trying to make stop trying to make Mackenzie happen, which I guess they didn't. They didn't continue trying to make her happen, but the, there was a sorority sister who was like itchy and then paranoid, and then like Kennedy just kept on having to like tell her what to do, and then it just kind of stopped after a while. <laughs> 
Oh, she was. Well, she's the uh, control freak. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, oh, I didn't like um, when Jules says to Ophelia, "You want to be my Robin," and Ophelia says, "I wouldn't be your Robin. Robin is a bitch." And I was like, <laughs> "Whoa!" So I didn't like that. Um, geez, I I don't know. I don't know if there's anything I didn't like. Was there something oh, okay. in here that you didn't like? I just didn't like Tyler's art show. <laughs> well, you know, he's um, worried about his brother, who is a rapist scumbag um, that mm-hmm. is murdered. <laughs> um, so, uh, and they just discovered that. Uh, well, he was he was rattled because the girl that he attacked approaches Tyler in like the coffee shop or wherever they were sitting at, and. Like confronts him and says, you know, that your brother has gotten away with this and he needs to stop running. So it's like he's worried about his brother, but he also is like conflicted about his feelings about his brother because he might have done these awful things. You know, according mm-hmm. to Tyler, who, I mean, we all know, we know that this Carter guy is a, a monster, um, but he doesn't. So, so yeah, they, well, they just when- basically took all his artwork and posted it all over the the record store without his permission, <laughs> and he was. I don't know. He, and he's feeling, he's feeling very vulnerable. And then somebody starts critiquing it. Yeah. Know, being kind of shitty about it. And then, you know, he overhears Ophelia saying stuff about how they're basically colors having sex or fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's probably not in the mood to have like to face criticism. Yeah, that's true. In defense of the boyfriend character. Yeah, I mean, a surprise art show of your art that you may not want everybody to see. (laughs) That, uh, yeah. Um, But I can't wait. Okay, so they took Carter's body to the uh, cemetery. They cut his fingers off and took out his teeth because her, okay, Jules' father is a sheriff. Yes, so, you know, it's not like she learned how to be kick-ass over one summer, it seems. Yeah. It seems like she perfected those skills or used skills that she had already been learned, you know. Mm-hmm. So they buried it at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And also, o- Ophelia's hacking tech skills came into play because they took his phone and made it untraceable and all. So they buried it at the cemetery. And they showed a close-up of Jules's pink bag. So I'm afraid that in the end they're going to connect Jules to the dead body by her bag mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, because maybe maybe that's one thing I could probably complain about. I would love to have a few episodes of just Jules kicking ass, mm-hmm. Ophelia helping her or being kind of obsessed with her and tracking her, you know, and trying to figure this whole vigilante thing out. And then maybe the the dead body happening because it is it is it gets real like you know first first episode dead first body, episode yeah. dead body they're hiding a dead body and and when you get like you get your lead character saddled with a dead body to get rid of and it's like oh okay so for the rest of this show or for the time being you know we're not going to just be exploring you know them beating. Uh, monsters asses down in an alleyway and doing like kind of like a one-off episode. So we're going to be serialized and we're going to have this dead body on their conscience the entire time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, in a way I do wish they didn't kind of saddle them with the dead body um, mm-hmm. so quickly, but then again. Because you not only have Tyler who's looking for his brother because uh, 
Ophelia and Jules are text are using his phone to text Tyler, saying that he's in Canada skiing. Yeah. And then later on, Tyler goes to his apartment and finds his skis or his snowboard there at his apartment. So he's so he's uh, you know questioning what's going on. But then you have Harris because it has something to do with how Ophelia found uh, Jules because it has to do with the necklace yeah. when Jules was attacking the first guy. Fighting in the alley, her her necklace fell, and Ophelia was there. She and she tracked her to the sorority, and so towards uh, Harris is figuring it out, and he's super smart because he's going to be a lawyer, and you know he's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it, it's a, it is kind of a Breaking Bad situation. <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, how much are they going to scramble to like? Or how much are they going to have to corrupt what their original mission was in order to uh, uh, you know hide this body? How many people are they going to have to lie to? You know, I do love that Ophelia offers to do the Breaking Bad thing to get rid of the body. <laughs> oh yeah, that was so great. <laughs> Yeah, and when Ophelia was trying to talk Jules into them working as a team, Ophelia had come across a girl who, she was like, she, the school wasn't doing anything about her attacker. Right. And she walked in the bathroom, Ophelia did, and saw where all these victims had written boys' names on the wall. Mm -hmm. And that was another moment where my heart just sank, just fell out of my chest. It it was a powerful moment of uh, you know th- this boy don't uh, don't drink the the jungle juice <laughs> or this boy is a scumbag don't yeah. <sighs> and then Jules writes Nate's name down at the bottom of it yes I also like that it gives us kind of like okay this is the uh, this is the arch nemesis like you know. And, okay, you could be like, kind of scoff at it and be like, okay, so there's a fraternity full of rapists. You know, but you can also see how, like, uh, again, the protect our boys mentality, the, you know, uh, or, and just enabling each other that some of these, that these sexual assaults are an okay thing. And, like, they're. Mm-hmm. Well, they- I mean, one of them is the dean of the school's son. Right, right. So, and. And I know Nate is a part of this uh, fraternity, but I'm not sure how many of the other ones that we've encountered are a part of it as well. Like I don't, you know, I don't know if that. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not necessarily a fraternity. It's not necessarily a school thing. It's not a college thing. It's just a societal thing. Yeah. So yeah, the school needs its Batman. She says. And, and you know that people think that girls just. They do this for attention. They just make it up for attention. Mm-hmm. No, most of the time they're shamed. They're ashamed. They're, they feel like they've done something to deserve this and they don't want to bring it up. And then when they're going to be cross-examined in court, they're not going to bring it up at all. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, there's the wall. They discover the wall. Um, then it's the um, the dating app. The kid that uses the dating app, and uh, he's like creates different identities of himself in order. And so, to- when the girl is sitting in the bar looking, waiting for the guy to come, he slips something into her drink, and so she gets an Uber. No, no, that's a different one. Is it? Yep. Oh, okay. This is the one that uses the dating app Mate. Mate. Um. And yeah, she was just attacked because the the. The twosome is the rideshare 
peaked yeah. eyes. And that because I know, was like, why is the dean's son uh, driving for Lyft? Right. <laughs> it's actually called Get In. Oh. <laughs> I, they they specifically uh, made up a new ride share in order to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so what else? Um, um, gosh, it's been a long time. Oh my gosh, Fiona and Gabby on mushrooms <laughs> oh, was hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wrote down that I love how they like float by, and then I wrote, "Is this a is this a TV show for kids?" Because like one of the main protagonists is a drug dealer who's like an unabashed, you know, weed dealer, and then we have these girls on mushrooms, and it's like, um, oh, MTV went. Passed this a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but I was like, oh, maybe it's coll- it's for college students, you know? Yeah, like that's the target audience. Oh, definitely. Uh, what was great was okay in the episode Tragic Kingdom about the about the hazing sorority, where they would go cross uh, cut back and forth between <laughs> the bad sorority and the good sorority, yes. you know, calling them bitches and and then but our good the good sorority, you know, calling them goddesses. You know, just at the. You're all Khaleesi's here. You're a bunch of fat asses. Yeah, they're just so abusive. And then the, uh, and then, uh, Joel Sorority, like, doing cookie decorating, and then all of a sudden we cut to Ophelia planking over poop. Oh! Which was just, ugh. yeah, that, uh, I just, I just was like, why do people do this to themselves? Like, why? Yeah. I, I mean, mean girls, girl Grace girls says, don't think that way about putting poop on, they would not put their poop on a plate for somebody to have to plank over. I don't but know. yeah, Jules's uh, sorority. Their the biggest prank they were going to pull was they were going to spray paint the the statue pink or something. Yeah, so I I, I love Ophelia's uh, transformation into Fifi. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I wrote down the ma- during the makeover. Jules is saying yes, 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 girl, and then <laughs> Ophelia pinches her and says, "Sorry, you're being a yasshole." <laughs> <laughs> There's some great lines in this show. Yeah, I thought this was pretty cool because it wasn't just about, like, hazing and, like, okay, let's, like, obviously any, like, regular person that doesn't go to college or doesn't really have that experience might look at this hazing thing as, like, yes, obviously hazing is bad and hazing is terrible and why would people do that themselves? But then, like, Ophelia stumbles into that server room and it turns out... Yeah, some people have like a f- like a fetish to watch girls being hazed, and they made it. They're making like thousand twenty thousand dollars a week on it. Um, so they beat their asses, and uh, and then they tell them they needed to expand, and then they rerouted all their money to a battered woman's shelter. Yeah, that <laughs> was like, great. Yeah, yeah, but I'll th- but through that, Ophelia. When she had her makeover, her mother came to see her and and spent time with her, and you know because she was living up to her, her mom's expectations. Yep. And so, and then when Ophelia goes back to her old Ophelia with green hair, mom is suddenly too busy for her again. Yep. Poor Ophelia. But I love that you know Jules and her. They you know they have, they 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 trust each other. They're. I don't know. It, it's sad when Ophelia is pretending to be Fi- like she's dressed up like Fifi, but she starts like she's like, yeah, these hazing sucks and everything, but like 
like maybe these these pledges all want to be here, and you're just seeing through things through like your damaged Jules goggles, which really like cuts Jules deep. Like her pain is causing her to like see things not how they are, see things worse than they are. And hmm. I think that was a big betrayal, but I like that they, by the end of the episode, at least, you know, Ophelia comes to her senses. She loses the blonde hair and, you know, she comes back to herself and they're like, Jules can't even, Jules can't even talk to Kennedy and Ophelia can't talk to her mother, mm-hmm. but they, they get each other and they like have pizza together. Yeah. That is so sad when every time that Jules sees Kennedy with Nate whenever Nate's around as badass as Jules can be when she's got that mask on her face when Nate is around she is paralyzed in fear and anxiety it's just so sad and then wait a minute did we watch the episode where Nate tells her you know you know we cheated like he doesn't even know he raped her yeah he says we cheated he thinks that they cheated on Kid Kennedy, that they betrayed Kennedy. He doesn't even see that he forced himself on her. I don't know. Did, I mean, he's got Maybe to he's know. just telling himself that. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's hoping that. to convince her, her of that. Exactly. That's what I think. I think he's like, okay. You know, he sees how nervous she is. He's hearing from Kennedy how off Jules has been acting. Um, and so... Um, he tries to kind of nip it in the bud by making the story be about them cheating and not about an actual horrible rape, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, Ophelia being taken by those the, the rideshare guys, like how it's like a, a near rape really kind of shakes her as well. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, uh, she ended up kind of like letting her guard down with Evan as a result, which I thought was going to go the other way. Evan, the guy that she tossed out. I like Evan. Yes. I like Evan. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like, yeah, she like, like they, he stays the night. She, she like cries in in bed next to him and he just kind of, you know, is, tries to stay kind of humorous about it, but also like caring and just like holds her and just lets her kind of cry. He doesn't ask what, what it's about, what's the problem or gets turned off by it. He just lets her be her and knows that she's got some sort of damage to her. That why why else would he she be pushing him away constantly? But I like that you know he's like you you like me you know <laughs> so um yeah that's kind of like how the last episode ends. Um, but I feel like we skipped a lot. Um, yeah, Tyler and Jules in Starlight in her room. I was like, what did he do to her room to cause that? <laughs> um. Let me just go through my notes here. Let me see if there's anything that's uh, fun that I want to mention before we wrap this up. Because I'm looking forward to watching the next five and wrapping up this show and getting your thought, overall thoughts on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like that Ophelia uses the record store as her place where she deals weed. And <laughs> well, I'm just so afraid she's going to get Harris in trouble because, you know, he can't be convicted of a felony right he's gonna be a lawyer i know and he's rightfully like upset about it and i do love how you know he ends up like totally calling around and just firing her right away you know um but i also like that she like hides her monies and records that nobody's gonna buy <laughs> like she pulls out <laughs> kenny g and pulls a few mo- few bills out of there uh that's funny um yeah so ophelia stops 
Carter from uh, raping uh, Jules by smashing him over the head with a crowbar and then immediately pukes, which I thought was. <laughs> but after then they have the defying gravity moment and like Ophelia, like you think they're just they're going to try to find a way to get rid of the body, but Ophelia goes to the bar. <laughs> She's like, "We need to drink." Yeah, and then the car disappears. <laughs> the car disappears. But I love that it, Ophelia. She gives Ophelia her spitters or quitters T-shirt. <laughs> She's like, "I'm not yeah. wearing that." Yeah, and she rent. They run into uh, Tyler. Tyler there at the bar, and he and it turns out he's waiting for his brother. Right, and it turns out they they realize that he's Carter's brother, and mm-hmm. Ophelia immediately starts puking again. <laughs> and it happens later too. There's there's a callback to that. She pukes. Yeah. When she gets nervous. Hey Siri, how long does it take for a body to smell? That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there's a scene where Jules and Tyler are like on like kind of like a first kind of date, like a walk walking around, and he's wearing mm-hmm. a horrible paint spotted sweater or whatever. And just her phone buzzes. She brings her the text, and it just says, "You ready to bury this dude? <laughs> dude with D zero zero D." Jeez. Um, oh gosh. So yeah, I love that Ophelia wants to train with her, and so, like the opening of the third episode, she's got a she says she's got a punching bag and a speed bag. She's been doing her research, and Jules says she didn't even watch Creed. She says, oh, "Yeah, sometimes business and pleasure mix." <laughs> um, I love that Tyler gets throat punched by Jules. That was funny. Um, I like that. Uh- like I think it might be the end of the first episode, or the end of the second episode, where they're in the cemetery and the police—you you, know—the police are like, "Come out, we see you," and you think the cops have spotted them. But, it's but the what it turns guys. out, yeah, but it's really the uh, 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 what do you call it? They're doing a uh, scavenger hunt. Is scavenger a hunt. Scavenger hunt or something like that. Yeah, so they have to chase down the guys and take the. Uh, Polaroid pictures from them because <laughs> yeah, they got the car in the, the picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, when Ophelia has to get a record store job back, she says, "I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking for a job back." And Harris is like, "Damn it, Ophelia! You know I can't resist Notting Hill." <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know. There, it's a great show. Um, it really is. It's fantastic. <laughs> Tyler's art looks like colors fucking other colors. <laughs> yeah, there was a... Where is that? Oh, yeah. They asked uh, Jennifer Caton Thomas about uh, the bleeps. Like, was this show, like, meant for another network? It's like, no. Yeah. Bleeps are there because that's just how Ophelia talks, and it's funnier to bleep it out rather than just pretend young people don't talk like that. Exactly. And then she says, however, Jules does not swear. Oh, of course not. <laughs> She's so. a good little sheriff's daughter. Yep, so he thinks. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, I am kind of sad that you uh, went on and watched episode six without me because it, I, I was happy to see that episode five ended on like a huge cliffhanger, like oh shit, you know, and and they even like throw a little uh, preview of what's coming up next, you know, because it was uh, I, I believe a mid season finale. Mm. So um, well, uh, uh, the sixth episode is huge. It's yeah. a huge episode. It is a huge episode. I haven't actually, I haven't, I actually saved an article um, aside because there's we learn about jewels more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will talk about that next time um, when we talk about the last five episodes. So fearless, 
Well, what fi- what film? What uh, album is that? <laughs> Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're not all great. Uh, you know, maybe people love that album. I don't know. Uh, Heartbreaker, which is a Ryan Adams album. Uh huh. Back to Black. Oh, that's Adele. No. I mean, no, that's uh shit. That's uh. What's her face? Oh my God, Amy, Amy Winehouse. There you go. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, innocent man, uh, Billy Joel. Innocent man of Billy Joel and uh-huh. pure heroin. Oof, and heroin spelled like the feminine version of hero. That is the uh, that's Lord's album title. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll talk about that next time, and then we'll be getting into Veronica Mars. And for a while, we'll actually just have one podcast going, so you won't sound as tired. Um, and uh, well, I, I can only promise that for myself. I don't know about stuff. Stuff might still sound tired. So. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> I think on that note, we'll catch you all next week. Uh, we don't want to wait. Uh, bye. Bye.